You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider a like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says my boyfriend male 23 secretly destroyed my female 22 hobbies because he was jealous of me spending time with them instead of him this is honestly the weirdest thing i've experienced and i have no idea what to do so i female 21 have a lot of hobbies I'm sort of what you might call a hobby collector, lol. But my top ones right now are running, training for a marathon, baking, reading, and doing something called junk journaling. Not sure if anyone is familiar. Specifically reading, I've been doing since I was a young teenager. This started about six months ago when I saw that several of my old books were dog-eared, which I don't do to my books. I asked my boyfriend if he had read them, which I would be totally fine with, but he insisted he hadn't touched them odd but whatever then after that i could literally never find my running shoes i bought a rather expensive pair and keep them separate from my other shoes because i'm a nurse and my hospital shoes are nasty lol but the running shoes i could never find it would always turn up days later though somewhere i definitely hadn't put them again odd but whatever and then my journal got completely destroyed somehow it was left outside in our garage where it is known to leak when it rains. It didn't necessarily get water damaged, but the moisture made all my pages peel up and practically 28 pages ruined. The pages take me over an hour each and I'm quite proud of them. 28 hours plus of my artwork ruined. This is so stupid, but I genuinely started to believe the house was haunted. I did shed a few tears over my journal and my boyfriend rolled his eyes at that, but helped me glue them all back down and salvage as much as possible. I had a fleeting thought that he put out there, but it was honestly so weird. I was like, why would he? Then it was back to my books. I have a huge bookshelf with 200 plus books because I read daily. I started to notice one by one, they were fucking disappearing. Like straight up gone. I searched every corner of the house and could not find them. I even texted all three of my sisters, my brother and my boyfriend's sister asking if they had borrowed any and didn't tell me. They all said they hadn't. My boyfriend's sister borrows my books often, but she always asks me and insists she didn't have any. When this happened, I was like, what the fuck? And then it was my baking. I could never find my mixers or my baking sheets or anything whenever I wanted to bake. The final straw though was when I found my KitchenAid mixer broken. Literally just would not turn on. And if you don't know, those things are expensive. I straight up asked him, did you do this? Like, why is all my shit broken or lost recently? He finally admitted to purposely hiding or breaking my things because my hobbies annoy him. I'm not going to lie, I exploded 
I told him he was a weirdo for touching my stuff and that it was honestly so strange to do this as an adult. He proceeded to defend himself saying that I was spending more time on my made up hobbies than with him and this was the only way to make me focus on our relationship again. Which for context isn't true at all. We still have a great relationship, I thought. We go on dates twice a week, we have sex regularly, we get along with each other's families and friends. Like I'm so confused. We've been together for two whole years. I love him so much and other than this odd behavior, he's so good to me. After that argument, I was genuinely so distraught that I left the house and went to my sister's house, who lived together. They also agreed it was the oddest thing in the world. The icing on the fucking cake when I got home this morning was that he threw out all of my shit, cut the soles out of my running shoes, cut the laces, threw out my Apple watch, destroyed the baking things, cut the silicone molds, the box that all my missing books were in, in the fucking dumpster with all my other journal supplies. The journal he helped me fix was torn to shreds. I genuinely started to sob. I know it sounds dumb and overdramatic, but I genuinely worked so hard on my journal that it made me cry. Literally hundreds of dollars in some of my favorite books, in the trash. Money spent on baking supplies, which I used to bake for my baby cousin's elementary school, ruined. I just don't understand what is wrong with him. He's never been like this before, ever. I'm genuinely so fucking confused what has gotten into him. What do I do? What has gotten into him? Is it something else he could be projecting? I'm genuinely so confused. Now, that's abuse. And Obi obviously needs to get themselves out of that situation. And it just feels like his behavior is escalating and escalating. So I think Obi needs to be really careful about the situation they're in at the same time. I'm not sure if there's any way of getting the authorities involved in this situation or at least informing them of the situation to let them know what's going on because it does sound like a terrifying situation to be in. Akihi says, he's an abusive arsehole, leave him. You deserve someone who encourages and celebrates your interests. Opie says, and the thing is, up until like six months ago, he literally always would. I even got him to read some of my favorite books. I'm just so confused what snapped for him. So weird and it genuinely scares me. Orange replies that and says, yeah, that was just him faking. The abusive shit is the real him. Abusers will pretend to be normal, but normal people don't pretend to be abusers unless they actually are. Opie says, yeah, I just can't believe he was able to act normal for a year and a half. I literally never expected something like this from him. It's so hard to leave someone because they hate your hobbies. It's so odd. Edit, longer than a year and a half because we knew each other for a year prior to dating. Dr. Expendable says charging for it. Destroying your stand mixer and running shoes could add up to felony charges. All your books are definitely a huge cost. Don't just break up with him and kick him out. Get him arrested for breaking your shit. Get your money back. He wasn't adult enough to handle another adult. Show him the consequences of his toddler tantrum. Opie says, It's not even those things that get me the most. Shoes are shoes and a mixer is whatever, but he saw the amount of effort I went through the art for my journal thing. I'm not an artist, lol, and each page took me nearly an hour and a half each, and he ripped them all apart like nothing. The books I had tabbed and written in and annotated with all my thoughts about my favorite books. He made sure to throw those all out too. I'm just so hurt. Penelope Shoot says, you're 22 and multifaceted and have a lot of real cool hobbies. He's creepy and controlling and a liar. I'd want him to pay for all the damage and still dump him. 
I'm so mad at him for you. He has a problem with you baking and running and reading. He's 23 and sees you twice a week for dates and is just your boyfriend. What authority does he think he has over you at all? How dare he? He's acting like a punitive parent towards a fabulous kid. But luckily, unlike some poor kid who is stuck with a nasty parent, you can escape. And what he did later? You live with him. Don't ever talk to him again and see if you can sue him for damages. He is nasty, nasty, nasty. An OP replies saying, We do live together. It's his house. He's never ever been like this before. Like ever. I'm just so freaking confused what happened that made him suddenly want to throw all my shit out. And a final comment from Beetlejuice Trashbag who says, This is honestly one of the most disturbing things I've ever read. This isn't, oh, I miss you paying attention to me. This is, you will not enjoy anything that doesn't have to do with me and I will destroy everything for that attention. Get the fuck out. Run. Take all your shit, go to your sister's, block his ass, and then file a restraining order. Take photos of all the destroyed stuff, any text convos, etc. And take it to a judge. I wish you the best of luck and hope you update us. Opie says, thank you very much. I will do this. So, Opie did update the post and says, an update to my post on relationship advice. My boyfriend, male 23, secretly destroyed my female 22 hobbies because he was jealous of me spending more time with them instead of him. I'm not sure why I can't post on the update on the actual sub, but I'll post it here for anyone who is curious. Thank you all for your advice yesterday. A lot of people were very, very concerned for me, and it is honestly mind-blowing. If you all want to know that I'm okay, I am. If you want to know the full story, here. I decided last night that I really needed to go get my dog. As a lot of people said that he was going to hurt her or even kill her when I wouldn't come back. I didn't tell him I was coming. Just went with my sister and let myself in with a key. He was upstairs but came down immediately, apologizing, begging me to just talk, telling me I was overreacting, all that. I just ignored him and grabbed my puppy. I told him I was taking her and a few of my things and that I'll be back later tomorrow, as in today, with my other sisters and brother to collect my things. I told him that if he touched any more of my stuff, I was going to take him to the small claims court like all of you suggested. And honestly, I was considering it now for everything he did prior. He was so stricken I could tell he started to get mad at that point. I ran around the house to collect my few really important things. Passport, laptop, work badge. He followed me around the whole time, just begging me to give him another chance. I just ignored him. My sister took pics of all the things still destroyed. He put them all in our hallway closet for some odd fucking reason. I didn't tell him I was going to file a police report, which is why I think when my sister started to get snappy when we were leaving, calling him a few mean names, he shoved her out of the doorway she was standing in. She fell and wasn't hurt or anything, but it really, really proved things for me. He was willing to shove my innocent sister over a few words, and he will definitely do worse to me. He probably would have done worse to me if I came alone. We just immediately left after that and took my dog and my stuff back to my sister's. He helped me contact police and we have a report started. All the things he destroyed in mine, the text admitting to it, the text threatening me, the text saying he would have never hurt our dog, but if it would have gotten me there, he would have done it, that he will do anything to get me back, and the small scrape my sister had on her hand when she fell. They asked if she wanted to press charges for the shove, but she said no for now. The officer was really nice and he told me to write down everything that he broke and write down the prices. He said it might add up to a felony charge. If that's the route I wanted to take with him. I'm not sure if it is, but at least it's there. That was last night. 
This afternoon, my brother and our friend, another man, are going to take me back to the house to pack up most of what I can. I told my sister, tell my ex-boyfriend over text that we suggest he be gone from the house for a few hours. He responded to my sister with just horrid things about me, calling me names that I would never expected from him, telling her about all the intimate details of our relationship. He told her about my termination of the pregnancy, which she hadn't known. He said he wishes he never met me. My brother is urging me to try and file a restraining order. And for those of you concerned that he was stalking me or tracking me, I had my brother check everything and he said it all looks fine. So at least there is that. I'm not concerned he will try and hurt me or anything when I go back to the house. Like I said, I'm going to go with my brother and a friend, both ex-military. I'm going to stay with two of my sisters until I figure my shit out. My brother is insisting on staying with us, at least for a few days while everything settles. I thought I was overreacting, but I think my brother honestly might be. Lol. I'm mourning the loss of my two-year relationship with a man who I thought was the love of my life. A man I lived with and trusted wholeheartedly. But I don't know what happened. But he just isn't that man anymore. I think in some ways he never was. My sister made me think back on the past two years, and I can name at least a dozen things he did to subtly control me. Or try to. The most terrifying part of it is... If I didn't have the weird urge to post here, I probably would have let him convince me to forgive him. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but no one ever has to experience something similar. Although, I know now, this is far from rare. I don't think your brother was overreacting at all in this situation, and I would take his advice and everything you can to keep this person far away from you as possible. Their behavior is unhinged. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And our next story does have an update as well. It's from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Sleepy Sleepy Chick who says, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to apologize for snapping back at my friend's sister? Background, my 33 female friend Beth, 34 female, has an older sister Jill, 38 female, who has hated me since we first met. She always called me a weirdo freak and said I deserved the bullying I got at school because I was such a dork. I stopped visiting Beth's house because of Jill and didn't see her again until Beth's 18th birthday. But she told people that I was harassing her boyfriend. I literally said hello to him and that was it. Because I was too ugly and weird to attract my own guy. Thankfully, she moved away not long after and I was just glad to be rid of her. 
Now, Beth and I arranged a dinner reservation with the other three in our group. Liz, 33 female, Kelly, 34 female, and Megan, 34 female. This was our first real chance to see each other in over two years. Due to a number of reasons, we were all looking forward for a chance to catch up. Beth offered to drive me and Kelly with her to the restaurant since neither of us can drive and I have CFS, which Google is telling me is chronic fatigue syndrome and several types of chronic pain, so traveling isn't easy for me. We caught a bus to Beth's flat together, but it was Jill who answered the door, which shocked us both. Beth hadn't told us Jill was visiting and would have appreciated a heads up since neither of us have a good history with Jill. Still, we were polite. Kelly said hello and complimented Jill's dress, and I said, hi, Jill, nice to see you. How have you been? Jill completely ignored Kelly and turned to me and said, better than you, clearly. Still a pale freak, aren't you? I couldn't help it and snapped at her that, at least I'm not a bitter hag, still clinging to grudges I started with a 12-year-old. Maybe it's time you grew up a bit. Ooh, nice. Jill immediately ran off screaming for Beth and said she's not taking us anywhere until that see you next Tuesday, apologizes. Which confused me and Kelly because why would she be taking us anywhere? That was when Beth came out and revealed her car was broken so Jill was meant to be driving us and I shouldn't have been so cruel to her sister and that's just Jill's humor. Kelly called bullshit and said Jill is a bully and she's only surprised I hadn't snapped years ago and told me I better not apologize. I said I had no intention to. Beth said, well, you can make your own way to the restaurant then and kicked us out. Kelly and I called Liz and Megan to update them and say we'd be running late since we now had to pay for a cab and they are split. Liz thought I should just apologize because Beth is siding with Jill and that would cut the tension. But Megan thought this was long overdue and Jill had it coming and Beth needs to accept her sister's actions have consequences. In the end, I refused to apologize and we got a taxi only to find out Beth was refusing to join us over what I said to Jill. This was a week ago. Beth is now refusing to speak to any of us other than Liz, who told her she said I was at fault until I apologized to her sister. Am I the arsehole? Now, you know, I'm pretty biased about bullying stories if you've listened to this channel for a while, but <laughs> this person was a bully in the past. They're still a bully now, so fuck them. You got nothing to apologize for, and you know. Beth siding with her, backing her up, saying, you know, that's just a humor. I know it's her sister. But I know for a fact that, you know, I wouldn't back up one of my brothers bullying one of my friends. And for Beth to even surprise you with Jill knowing the history. And, you know, Jill clearly talks to Beth in the background. Obviously, I don't know this for fact. The way Jill talks to you to your face, there's no way she's not toxic behind your back as well. But Shurikadia says, not the asshole. She is a bully and always was. Do not apologize under any circumstances. Beth knows exactly who her sister is and still sided with her when Jill was clearly in the wrong. Shame on Beth. Opie says thank you. Those not Beth's reactions were making me second guess myself. To be honest, I'm seriously considering cutting Beth off for this if she keeps acting like this is all on me when Jill has been acting like this since I was 12. Ford at home says not the arsehole. She can give it, but she can't take it. That sort you don't apologize to. Beth is an asshole too. Gosh, what a pair. 38 and running to 34 because another 34 was mean to her. This is a playground dispute and you called it. I'd be wary of Beth. She caused this by not telling you Jill was going to be there. 
Another commenter says, not the arsehole, Beth is an arsehole. Jill's always been an arsehole and anyone siding with Beth and Jill, also arseholes and not good friends. Hope your response and thank you for your comment. I said in another reply, but Beth and I have been friends since I was 12 and she was one of the few people in our year group who didn't bully me. Since Liz, Megan and Kelly are all friends with her as well, it's been easier to just put up with her. It's getting ridiculous now. I'm seriously considering cutting Beth off for this and just dealing with the fallout. And we have this update in a second, but and I know we're only seeing like a very small snippet of OP's and Beth's relationship here, but that's not a friend that I would want in my life. A friend is someone that I can trust 100% of the time, has my back, and have a lot of love for them. I can count my friends like that on one hand, and I know all of those would never ever put me in that position but op says hi folks a lot of you asked me to update after my last post to let you know what i decided to do thank you to all the commenters who let me know that i was not going crazy liz and beth's insistence i apologize was making me second guess myself so i appreciate your help most of you also pointed out best reaction was enabling jill and liz's reaction was expecting me to roll over in the name of keeping the peace i come to realize that this has been a pattern for years in our group playing peacekeeper to Beth and Liz for the good of the group. Not only for me, but for Megan and Kelly as well. So, the update. I still haven't heard from Beth, and Liz had been bombarding me with texts and voicemails saying that I was out of order and owe all three of them apologies for how I acted and for continuing to drag things out. She even suggested, as a way to start making it up, I should take everyone, including Jill, to a restaurant and pay for everything. Fucking cheeky bastards. Hope you didn't say the cheeky bastards bit, by the way. <laughs> I have no desire to spend what would be a month's rent on their drinks bill alone. Not to mention, I don't feel like I've done anything wrong. Frankly, as she even suggested this only persuaded me more to cut her off. I met up with Megan and Kelly last night and told them that I'm not apologizing to Jill. Frankly, she's stuck in a high school mean girl era and I'd be glad to never see her again. I'm also sick of swallowing my feelings to avoid tension because Liz and Beth never apologize. I'm cutting contact with Beth and Liz. I was expecting protests about breaking up the group. I did not expect Megan to admit she's only stuck with Liz for so long because, like me with Beth, Liz was one of her only friends during her bullied years. And she didn't want to ruin our dynamic by acting out of turn. Or for Kelly to say that for years, she's been sick of Liz and Beth treating the three of us like we're inferior, but she was worried if she spoke up about it, she'd lose me and Megan as well. We all had a very overdue chat about how we all really feel about this group and agreed that Beth and Liz are not true friends to any of us. Kelly and Megan showed me their messages from Beth and Liz, basically painting me as some kind of demon hellbent on ruining their lives. I had to laugh at the one from Liz reminding them both of how I ruined her wedding by not attending due to my selfish, selfish emergency surgery. This was five years ago, and I'm now hearing that I ruined things because some guests asked after my health at the reception and drew attention away from her big day. Clearly, I'm an awful person for this. Anyway, we're completely cut in contact. We've saved our messages just in case, because I don't see Jill, Beth, or Liz disappearing quietly from our lives once they realize we're not going to play ball. But in the meantime, we're planning a zoo trip next week. So we will enjoy a day out free of drama. Someone said about, you know, 
expect flying monkeys to be coming your way. And OP said, thank you. We're battling down the hatches just in case. I'm anticipating flying monkeys and I've warned my family and other friends of what's up in case anyone tries getting at me through them. Luckily, other than an old Facebook page, I used to keep in touch with a few friends and family abroad. My social media is pretty non-existent, so coming at me online isn't going to be easy. Kelly and Megan are both more active though, and already removing contacts and blocking people known to side with Beth and Liz. We're doing what we can to stay ahead of things. And that's one of the major sad things about all of this, is that you're cutting these people off out of your life, which I think is absolutely the correct thing to do. I think you're going to have a great time at the zoo, just you folks. From this little snippet that we've got of your lives here, it sounds like it's going to be a much more chilled experience. But now, in some ways, I feel like you have to watch your back as well because you don't know what these people are going to do. Are they going to keep messaging and harassing you? Are they going to get other people to come at you? Are they going to blast you on social media with bullshit stories and turn people against you? And I just find that absolutely awful that you have to deal with that when it's their shitty behavior that's caused this. But yeah, true friends don't treat you like you've been treated in this situation. And I'm glad that you had this talk with your close friends and you you agreed with each other to cut them off in this way. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in OP's shoes. How would you deal with it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. You're absolutely incredible. Never forget that. And I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.